and I've just never really been punched in the face. And you're going to an event. And I'm going to an event where I'm paying people good money to punch me in the face. Like that's, that's actually what, that is the reality of what's about to happen. Welcome to the Marriage Family Business Podcast. My name's Mick. And my name's Claire. I'm a husband, father of two incredible young boys, a business system strategist, tech entrepreneur, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Marketing Funnel. I am a wife, mother to the same two incredible little boys, reluctant entrepreneur, and classically trained vocalist and music educator. Claire and I are founding owners of several businesses, including Rockstar, an internationally renowned online marketing and systems management firm based in good old Traverse City, Michigan. We created the Marriage Family Business Podcast to open up the conversation about how these three areas of our lives collide and to try and tackle the question, how the heck do you manage it all successfully? And of course, to help other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples discover real life in the trenches advice for the common problems that being an entrepreneur with a family and spouse often entail. So sit back, preferably with your spouse or your partner, as Claire and I take you on this journey with us and share with you our wildest stories and most valuable learning experiences that you can't find on a Google search. Let's roll. On today's episode of the Marriage Family Business Podcast, we talk about Mick's newest hobby, fight training. Some of the things that he's learned from fight training and how to apply those lessons to your marriage, your family, and your business. You're not going to want to miss this one. Here we go. All right. So today I've got a confession and here it is. I am a red-blooded American male. I consider myself a fairly manly guy. I drive a truck. I like to rip trees down. And actually some of my friends will, will tell you point blank that one of my favorite expressions is fuck nature, which is not actually true because I'm actually an environmental policy and studies guy. So that's totally not true. But I'm 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 a pretty big burly dude. You know, got the beard and the shaved head. And I the- got the beard. I got the shaved head. Like I've got the work boots. Mm. Um, I you know the really terrible jeans that are like faded and you know only only really confident manly men would wear those. And- <laughs> Let's just put it this way: I'm very secure in my masculinity. Yes, I'll even wear pink. And so, actually, I don't know if that's true. Do I have anything pink? I should have I should have something pink in my in my wardrobe. I would. Yeah. How about that? I there would. you go. Yes. I would wear something pink. No worries. Yes. So I'm so 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 legitimately I'm a pretty pretty masculine confident guy, I think. I've actually never been in a fight. Now, I've got two younger brothers and you know, we fight. Though Mick is absolutely the runt of the litter. I am the runt of the litter. And my my brothers are both way well, not way bigger than me. Definitely bigger than me. Yeah. And both of them have, have have actually both kicked my ass at separate on separate occasions, and so <laughs> you know there's that. But brother fights are are different than real fights, in my opinion. So so there's that. Now separately, I'm doing an event at the end of October called Warrior Week. Now, if you've listened to previous episodes of Married Family Business Podcast, and most likely you have, you may have run across an episode where Claire and I talk about Warrior, or Wake Up Warrior. Yeah, I went to a Warrior Week for women at the end of August. This is not the same thing that Mick is going to do at the end of October. Warrior Week for women and Warrior Week for men are two very, very different experiences I've come to learn. So when you apply to Warrior Week for Men, or just Warrior Week as it's called. 
because um, they actually call yours Warrior Week for women, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you apply to Warrior Week, the first question is, are you a man? Yes or no? That was an easy one for me. Yes, I am a man. The second question on the application is, have you ever been punched in the face? Well, not really, no. Now, as a mild tangent here, talking with a really good friend of mine, who I hope to have on this program actually in in a couple weeks, but he will tell you point blank that he just does not trust any man that's never been punched in the face. He He just doesn't trust him. And he really doesn't. And I think I now actually agree with him, <laughs> to be honest. So, so but, what made you change your tune? So the, th- the thing is, is that I've never really gotten into a fight because I'm a fairly big dude. And you know what? Yeah. I've been able to really leverage my size. Like if you were to see me, I'm a, I'm a bald guy. Um, so I've got the big, big white bald guy thing going on. I've got a pretty fierce beard. I'm a thick dude. Like I look like I could probably kick your ass. What you don't know is that I never would. I am, uh, I really am a pacifist, or at least I am in my head and in my heart. I'm an old hippie. I like going to fish shows and Grateful Dead shows. Obviously you can't go see the Grateful Dead anymore, but I'd, I actually would love to see Dead and Company at some point in time. Like this is way more of where my head's at. You know, Claire and I go to, you know, we went to Dark Side of the Mule a couple of weeks ago. With which Avett was, Brothers with, opening. With Avett Brothers opening. Like, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was so cool. Like, this is way more where my headspace is at, but uh, it, it's definitely not Pantera, you know, like, let's, let's rip someone's head let's off. Let's rip somebody's head off. Yeah. This is not Rage Against the Machine. So I, I've just, you know, that's really never been me. But I realized that the reason why it's never been me is because I have a block around it. It's something that makes me nervous. I don't want to get into a fight because I don't want to hurt myself. And I really don't want to hurt somebody else because of all of the reasons that go into that. There are consequences to hurting other people, Mm. you know, like uh, I could get thrown in jail or I might not get thrown in jail. Maybe the guy's just really pissed off and he kicks the living crap out of me. Like really, or maybe I get him and then he goes, get some, you know, three or four friends or whatever. And they really kick the shit out of me or somebody that I love. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there that, uh, you know, Maybe I'm fortunate. Maybe I maybe I had some wherewithal when I was a kid, but I just never wanted to go there. And so here I am. I'm 42 years old, and I've just never really been punched in the face. And you're going to an event. And I'm going to an event where I'm question. paying people good money to punch me in the face. Like that's that's actually what that is the reality of what's about to happen. So now. The thing is, is that this event that I'm going to, there's a variety of other reasons that I'm going to Warrior Week that has nothing to do with me being punched in the face, but I got to get through this. So what I decided to do was uh, start looking around and I now have a new hobby. I was, uh, we live in Traverse City, Michigan, as you probably know, and it's not the biggest town in the world. It's also not the smallest town in the world. But uh, one of the things that apparently we don't have here in Traverse City is a boxing gym. Just we used to, but now we don't. So I looked around and found out what else I could find. And as it turns out, there's actually an MMA training gym here in town called Warrior Combat Academy, not related to Wake Up Warrior, Warrior Week, just happens to be called Warrior Combat Academy. But it was a sign. It was a sign. So I have recently joined uh, Warrior Combat Academy, and now I'm doing MMA training. Because why wouldn't I be doing MMA training? That's just... 
and and so qu- quickly tangentially for me so mick's like hey you know you know i've been worried about this like punch in the face question these people are really gonna punch me in the face and funnily enough i'm at warrior week for women and all of these male coaches are like and so warrior wives you know i've probably punched your husband in the face and i'm like oh my god like this is real life he's gonna get punched in the face <laughs> and so he doesn't have to worry about being punched in the face he decides this is what he's gonna go do and, and so he comes home and he's like honey I have found a gym. I'm like, all right, we have a gym. That's fine. What kind of gym are we talking about? And he's like, MMA. I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to fight. If you've listened to a couple of these episodes, or if you know me at all, you know, I really adore the classic sitcom friends 94 to 2004, just a glorious, glorious show. The fact that you can quote the dates on that, like, and I, she's right folks. I promise you. I am right. But in season three, Monica is dating uh, a guy named Pete who's played by John Favreau. Um, I like being compared to John Favreau. Yeah, you're good with this. But anyway, he tells her, and he's like this millionaire many, many times over. Um, they say that he should buy his own state and name it Mississippi, <laughs> which is just great. Um, but anyway, he's like, I've conquered the business world, and now I'm going to conquer the physical world. And he wants to become the ultimate fighting champion. And so I hear that this is a thing that Mick's going to do. And all I can picture is, you know, John Favreau in the octagon ring with his face being smashed into the side of the ring by a guy who rips arms off, you know, thieves in the Middle East to, you know, to help him train. Like, anyway, it, it was it was not funny, but it was kind of funny in my head as I'm as I'm hearing this happen. You may continue. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I didn't want to cut you off. I didn't want to cut, like, you know what? Like I said, I, I really, I like being compared to John Favreau. I'll take that all day and twice sure, on Sunday. Sure, In any case, it is shocking. Um... Like I might, the next thing I I might I may do is actually jump out of a plane. Holy! Uh, well, because here's the deal, right? So, I, as it turns out, yeah, I've been in a couple fights now, and I've been hit in the face pretty damn hard, more than once. And you know what? It's kind of fun. I, you know, real quick, you know, I uh, used to play high school football. Uh, I was a an offensive lineman. I was also a defensive lineman for a little bit. For the most part, I was an offensive lineman. And I loved being an offensive lineman because my whole job was to absolutely crush somebody every single play. So I love the physical contact. Like I'm a very physical guy from that perspective. And this just kind of brought that right on back. It's interesting that you were considering going going and being a lawyer, like so that you could crush your opponent. I'm just drawing this parallel. That's interesting to me. Wow. I never really thought about that either. Mm. But yeah, so I guess the thing is this, number one, you know, I've, I've learned a couple things from, from Warrior Combat Academy already, and I really haven't even been going there that long, but I, I think that I'm going to keep on going there because it's freaking awesome. Uh, but the first and, and most important piece is, honestly, just confronting and confronting your fear often will allow you to completely control it because there's a story that you have around what that actually is. And the story that I had was that it was going to hurt. And don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not pleasurable, but it's not, it's like getting hit really hard with a pillow, you know, like with like a hard pillow. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, I play hard with my boys. It's, it's fine. I actually don't play hard. Like it's not like we, okay, no, I, I, I take that back. <laughs> I play harder at the gym than I do with my, with my small boys. But the point of the matter is, is that it's actually really not that big of a deal. So by, Actually attacking it, by attacking that fear, you can control it, change the story around on it, and then it's a piece of cake. And that's actually where, I'm, where I am now currently with fighting. 
I kind of love it. And I think that this is probably something that I'm going to do. And what's actually really funny about this is from a schedule perspective, if you also may, may know that I'm also into really, I'm really into curling. And so the way that this works out is, is that I can leave work at about five o'clock. I can go be at the gym, at the MMA gym at 530. Uh, I can fight till 630. I can then take a shower and then shoot over to the rink and I can go curl uh, from like 7.15 to 9.15. Uh, if if the schedule and the babysitting schedules and my <laughs> wife uh, allow all these things to happen on the same night. But like, let me just tell you folks, those two sports, MMA and curling, are about as different as they get. But you know, they each really play into your personal strengths. And, you know, it, it, it makes sense to me that those are the two things that you have latched onto. Oh, I want to investigate that at some okay. point. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, actually, no. Let's 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 jump into. I have two more things that I want to share about MMA, but well, hit yeah. this first. Well, again, you've mentioned you know with the fighting, you've already learned lessons about it. We've talked about it a fair amount as we do, and have already been able to extrapolate out. You know, like confronting your fear. It's not as bad as you think. Like that can be applied to marriage, family, business. Like you know, if you're nervous about having the uncomfortable conversation with your spouse or your partner, have it, confront it things like that. And, and, you know, I know you fancy yourself an old hippie, a pacifist, but you're also quite the risk taker. You've been an entrepreneur for your mostly, basically your entire adult life. You moved to North Carolina to chase after a girl that you had known two months ish, six weeks. Okay. So no, actually it doesn't surprise me that getting in and, and, and by the way, you loved playing football. You were going to be a lawyer. No, you know, I, it doesn't surprise me that there are aspects of your combative, always on the front edge, you know, kind of pushing the limits nature that translates well into MMA. On the flip side with curling, there are very specific things you have to do. You know, if you touch the stone just right. And, and so you're, you're more detailed oriented, you know, let's see what happens if I let go of it a hair sooner. Let's see what happens if I turn my wrist just a, a, a fraction more. What are the tiny things? You know, we've talked about how small hinges swing big doors often. I'm sure there will be a podcast all about that very topic. But it does not surprise me that curling also feeds is is one of your things because that feeds into the what little tweaks can i make to put the stone right in the center of the house is that what it's called it's totally called the house ah, absolutely yeah, i have yeah. seen him curl twice usually with one of my girlfriends her husband is on mixed curling team and so she and i'll go with like spiked hot chocolate and sit in the stands and like bundle up under blankets and really talk to each other more than anything else. But you know, when mix on the other end of ice, like shouting, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of fun to watch, but yeah, the house. So no, it, it does not surprise me at all. Like, yes, these are two very different things, but I would say that you have quite the broad range of characteristics in, in your personal as well as professional life. And so no, it, I can see MMA and curling both for you. I know it sounds funny, but I think it's true. There you go, guys. <laughs> Curling and MMA, a match made in heaven. <laughs> I mean, you would think that she'd be saying hockey and MMA, but no, curling and no, MMA, no. you know, blood on the ice. Anyway. <laughs> Depends on how badly y'all are losing, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. There's, there's truth about that. So in any case, two more lessons I've literally already learned from, uh, from MMA, from fighting. So one of the things that totally did not dawn on me, uh, but it was literally like the first thing that I learned when I was, when I was at Warrior. Wait, at Warrior, Warrior Gym? I'm or? sorry, Warrior Combat Academy. Okay. Right. One of the very first things that I learned 
is that in a fight, the mark of an inexperienced fighter is that they tense up. So like, you know, if you're out there right now and you've never fought, if you if you fought and you fought professionally or amateur or like just in a structured environment, you know this. But if that's not you, you know, if you're out there listening to this right now, go ahead and and and, and put, put up your dukes as it were. Put, put your dukes up. Put your dukes up. Now put put your arms up, all right? Like you're like you're like you're going to be in a fight, all right? And and actually just get into that position. Do that right now. All right? Unless you're driving and it's dangerous and then don't do that. But <laughs> But really, imagine that you're about to hit somebody, all right? Like, be ready to do it. And then I want you to stop, all right? I want you to take a good look at your arm right now and how it is. If you're like me and you're like most people, what you're going to do is you're tensing up your arm really tight because you're trying to wind up all of your strength so you can absolutely crock, clock that dude in front of you or that girl or, you know, this is whatever. Uh, it's actually kind of funny. You're not supposed to hit girls. But they will tell you point blank that that's completely not true once you walk into a MMA gym. It's okay because you know you're all. We fighting. are all equals. We're all equals in here, the baby. octagon. We're all equals. So in any case, but you'll you'll probably tense up. That's where you'll be. Um, and when you move, you will find yourself starting to move very, almost rigidly because inexperienced fighters will literally strain and stress, and they'll also hold their breath. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that you hear, one of the things they'll teach you is to basically exhale every time you strike, all right, just so that you constantly have breath coming because otherwise your natural tendency is to clench up because you think you're about to get hit. Uh, Your brain's telling your body, okay, I need to be on the defensive because Mm -hmm. I'm about to take shots. I'm about to take physical shots. And so you actually will tense your whole body up and you'll stop breathing, all right? And the name of the game in that space, like if you're an, if you're an experienced fighter at all, all you're going to do is you're just going to dodge. You're not going to you, you might throw a couple feints, you might throw a couple jabs. But you're not really going to punch that guy. You're just going to get him or her to tire themselves out, and it won't take long because literally, like most fights are over, most street fights are over in thirty seconds, certainly under a minute, because people tire themselves out because it's such an incredible energy drain. You can get through a lot just by relaxing and staying as loose as you possibly can. The only time you want to exert effort is when you actually need to, all right? So you actually, the name of the game is blankly staring at your opponent, not not telegraphing where you're going, staying as loose as you can, moving, and literally like keeping your arms really loose. And then when you're ready to throw, then you throw. And actually, you're not really going to wind up with your muscle your, th- your throws are actually all about, it's almost like golf. Mm. It's where you put your hips. It's, it's your body positioning and the momentum of your body that actually makes the strike happen. Interesting. So the name of the game is, is that fighting is really all about energy conservation. Now, that's someplace that I can apply directly to just about every other area of my life, right? Like I've come to realize that in business, business, business is all about energy conservation. It really is. Like, you can waste your time and energy on so many things that just don't move the needle forward in your business that just don't matter. Yeah. It's, it's, and again, this is kind of a rabbit hole, but you need to, to really be aware of what's going to actually make the impact, what's going to do the damage, if you will, mm. in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And that's the only place that you want to actually expend your energy. The rest, you want to be as loose as you possibly can. Understand the importance that that stuff has and treat it as such. 
All right. So it's not that it's not important at all, but that's not where you're going to really spend your time and attention and focus. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the second lesson that I've really picked up you, from you, the gym. You can put that with, with your family and, and, and your marriage as well. Do you want to take that? Yeah, I'll be glad to. Um, so where the energy needs to be put in. We've talked a bit um, about specifically with family, specifically with our family, because we're so spread out across the country and, you know, Mick's got a lot of cousins and, you know, I've got cousins spread out and things like that. We have a finite amount of energy that we can devote to travel and to spending that quality time. And so we've been very careful about which family members really get that time. You know, who are we going to expend the amount of energy on? And, and these are going to be people like, obviously, you know, our, our parents are going to get them, our siblings are going to get them. But otherwise, it's going to be people who we can be real with, be honest with, because being anything other than completely authentically ourselves takes way too much energy. And because we have so and time little, and, and time. time, no, no. And I would, I would actually argue time is even more important than the energy as mm-hmm. far as that's concerned, mm-hmm. just because it's so finite. Yeah. Yeah. It's so finite. And so again, like knowing where, where to spend the energy. Uh, one of the things that Mick and I have started implementing, even though our children are young, they're three and one. By the time you hear this, maybe our three-year-old will have t- turned four. Not really sure when this episode will be released, but we've got two young kids yet Mick and I have each committed to spending three hours outside of the house a month one-on-one with each of them because it is important to us, even from a very young age, listen, if my date day with our 20-month-old is nothing more than, you know, going into a, 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 a the library and letting him pull books off the shelf and come curl up in my lap, it's important for me to know that he is worthy of my time and energy. That's a good use of time and energy. Trying to corral them in Costco, not necessarily a good use of time and energy. It's a good way to get the groceries bought. It is. It is. And so in that case, it is. But I, I, I think if, if you're very clear on where your energy needs to go, you won't find yourself quite as worn down when it's time to take the really important swings. Amen, sister. <laughs> so that's the, the second lesson that I've really learned from Warrior Combat Academy. The third lesson, it's going to sound pretty obvious, but it's true. It's literally, quite literally learning how to roll with the punches. Now, here's what I mean by that. And it kind of plays back into the second point. One of the things that you learn is to stay loose because the looser you stay, the less damage you're going to have done to you. So if you tense, think of it this way, right? Like if, if you really tense up, ah, here's a great analogy. It's flu season. And or we're getting ready to go into flu season right now. And so many of you may be thinking about getting a flu shot. And, and I, if you're not getting a flu shot for whatever reason, that's totally cool. I'm sure you've had shots in the past. And also stay away from us. <laughs> and also stay away from us. <laughs> My children in particular. With, 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 with love. love. <laughs> with love. So, um, you know, one of the things they'll tell you is like, look, you know, or, you know, when you're having blood, blood run, don't tense up. The looser and calmer you can be, the less it's going to hurt, all right? Because the less resistance you're putting against what's about to happen, all right? So it's kind of the same thing in fighting. Ideally, you know, when the, the first time you get hit in the head, the first time you take a, sh- a real shot to the face, it'll hurt a little bit more because if nothing else, it won't really hurt. It'll, it'll shock you, all right? And most likely, you'll be kind of tensed up waiting for it to happen, 
as soon as you just let it happen, um, you know, I mean, not you don't want to get hit, but you just, you know, it's going to happen. Just let it happen and it'll graze right by you. It'll move your head and then you move right back and it's totally cool. You know, talking with the head trainer over at uh, Warrior Combat Academy, he'll tell you point blank. He's like, you know, fighting is actually nothing more. It's it's like two cats hitting each other in the face. Like that's all it is. They're just, they're, they got their paws up and there's tap, 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 you know? Um, and they're trying to wear each other down and they're just looking for for an opening to actually do real damage. But those shots to the head, those shots to the body, like 95% of them or 90 of them, 90% of them, they're not meant to do damage. They're just, it's just strategy trying to set people up for things that actually really will do damage. Maybe that's why they're going to punch you in the face at Warrior Week. Well, I'm looking forward to punching them in the face at Warrior Week. <laughs> You're making the you assumption know. you're going to be allowed to. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Let me tell you how that's going to go. So in any case, that's, uh, that's really the main piece there. And f- in business, it's kind of the same deal, right? Good Lord, things are going to come at you. Bullets are going to come flying. Not, not actual literal bullets, but, you know, things are going to come at you fast and hard in yeah. every direction quite a bit. Yeah. And the more you stress out about that, the more you tense up, the more it will paralyze you and you will not be able to move. And when you do take those shots, you'll go down hard. Yeah, you won't be able to recover. If you can let those things brush right off, you'll be so much better off. Now, look, they still might take a piece out but it won't be nearly as damaging of a piece. And as he said, 90-ish percent of those punches aren't going to do the real harm. So rather than looking at every single punch that comes your way, marriage, family, business, any kind of punch that's coming your way, rather than looking at every one like this is going to be the knockout blow, most of them aren't. If that can be the headspace, if that can be the new story, this might hurt, certainly won't feel good, but this isn't going to be the devastating shot. And, and you know what? Most of them aren't even designed to be the devastating shot. And understand that too. Like you need to learn how to discern which shots are actually designed to do you damage and which shots are really just set up more than anything else or, or noise. Yeah. So with all of that said, here's my question for you guys out there. Um, where in your life, in your marriage, in your family, in your business – you know, number one, are you feeling unmitigatable fear about something um, that there's really no good reason you've got no real experience on, but you, you kind of know it's there. You know, where do you see that fear and how can you attack it? it you know, do you want to attack it? Mm. I would argue, and you may not want to, I would argue that you should attack just about everything at some point in time in your life to actually give it a shot and at least at least try everything twice. Yeah. Which is kind of my That that is your thing. I, I mean, my mom will do that now. Like, you know, she'll she'll try foods that she would normally not touch twice. That's your thing. Exactly. And then, you know, where are you exerting energy that you don't really need to be exerting? Mm-hmm. You know, where are you tensed up? where you don't need to be tensed up, you're going to be much better served by just being loose, loose in your stance, loose in your approach to what's going on in life. Those would be the two real big things that I'd, I would ask you. Is there some place that you can find right now that you can apply and see if you can't just loosen up a little bit and make it through your, your life, make it through your day a little bit easier? Yeah. 
So I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So definitely give us a shout on Facebook or toss some comments on the website. But we'd love to know, you know, are there fears you're ready to confront? And are there places where you can expend less energy so that when the time comes to expend the real energy, you're not wiped? So love to hear from you as always. Um, and until next time, go ahead and uh, take those punches. Thanks for spending time with us today here on the Marriage Family Business Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then there are just two things we would love for you to do. Number one, leave a rating and a review for us on iTunes. It really helps us know what kind of content we need to produce for you. And secondly, head on over to marriagefamilybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get all the resources shared in every episode emailed directly to you. That way you don't have to go searching for anything discussed on any episode. It'll just be in your inbox. We'll catch you on the next episode of the MFB podcast.